I'm Aline Thompson, founder of Treasured Ministries, and welcome to the Treasured Ministries podcast. I have a great guest with me today. Hello, Lindsay. Hello. We're so glad, Lindsay, to have you here. Lindsay Anderson um, is the host of the Kingdom Mom podcast and founder of Hope and Homeschool. She is a wife, mother of three, and a savvy businesswoman. Um, And we are going to hear about her story today of how God brought her through uh, a season of brokenness and turned it into something beautiful. And if you are walking through that right now as a mom inside your marriage with your finances, you're going to be blessed because we're going to get to the core issue of these uh, these seemingly um, uh catastrophes in our life. And and we're going to get to the core issues. Sometimes I think we concentrate so much on the behavior, a three-step plan too. But if we don't get to the core issue, we cannot confront what is the cause. And if we don't confront what is the cause, we won't experience victory. So I'm excited. I'm excited about today. So Lindsay, why don't you um, start us out uh, on your journey? Um, bring our share a little bit about your story with our listeners. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for having me. It's such an honor to have been asked to be on your podcast. I appreciate what you do um, in your ministry so much. Um, Man, I got goosebumps when you were talking because I was like, yes. (laughs) Um, My story really started probably about six years ago. And you you hit literally every area in my life that was a hot mess. Mm -hmm. Uh, My marriage, my parenting, our finances were a mess. Uh, We were in massive amounts of debt. Um, Mm -hmm. We're struggling. You, You know how sometimes you can have... Um, more month than you have money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was um, that was our cycle. We had student loan debt. We had we mm-hmm. had all sorts of debt, mm-hmm. um, and money and lots of other things caused tons of tension in my marriage. And mm-hmm. my marriage was really struggling. Um, I share often that there was even a time where I had only had one child at the time. Where one day I literally picked up my child and I left, and we were mm-hmm. gone for a week or so. Um, It was that bad. It was, it was to the point where we were really, or I was at least, (laughs) I was really considering divorce. Mm -hmm. Um, I had this desire to no longer struggle. I had this thing inside me that, that knew that life was supposed to be more. I knew that my marriage was supposed to be great. I knew that we weren't supposed to struggle financially. I knew that I wasn't supposed to be, you know, stuck working at a job when a everything in me wanted to be home with my children. Yeah. And, and so, um, I decided (laughs) that, um, I was going to make a whole bunch of money, That that was my plan as I was going to figure out how to make a whole bunch of money. Yeah. And so I did what lots of people do. And I started like, you know, a home business Mm -hmm. and I failed miserably in that home business. Mm -hmm. It was, it was awful, Mm -hmm. but I did learn one really important thing. My mentor in that business told me 
do 10 minutes of some sort of personal development every single day. Mm. And I don't know why, Eileen, I don't know why, but for some reason, I took that and went with it. And every single day I would read a book for 10 minutes. I'd listen to an audio. I'd watch something Mm -hmm. on YouTube for 10 minutes a day Mm -hmm. that fed my mind, that Mm -hmm. fed my mind. Mm -hmm. And that went on for, you know, a lot of uh, several years, Mm -hmm. but I still found myself stuck. I was still mm-hmm. stuck financially. I, again, I, I had this thing inside me mm-hmm. that knew there was more, mm-hmm. knew there was more, mm-hmm. but I just, I continued to do that personal development. I can't even tell you why I stuck with it because I was not getting results. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I stuck with it, but there yeah. was something in me that knew that eventually it was going to pay off. Mm-hmm. And I think one day I really had a light bulb moment and this is what we're going to, I think, talk about today is what was the core issue? What was actually going on inside my heart and in my mind that was actually keeping me stuck? Mm-hmm. And it was like, once I had that light bulb moment, everything changed, everything changed. Once I had that sort of inner healing related to my identity, mm-hmm. my marriage got better. I became a better, more honoring wife, Mm -hmm. um, which then in turn, you know, we, 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 we reap what we sow. And so when I was sowing into my marriage, I was reaping that back from my husband. Mm. Um, my businesses started to take off. Mm. My businesses grew, Mm -hmm. we paid off all of our debt. We've paid off over $240,000 worth. Wow. As of right now, we are completely debt free. It's such an amazing freeing Mm -hmm. feeling. And I've started to have peace. I've started to have, you know, the money's great. Don't get me wrong, but that's not the, the peace, the Mm -hmm. inner peace Mm -hmm. and the freedom Mm -hmm. that came with having that light bulb moment is more valuable than, than anything money could ever buy. What, what was your light bulb moment? I mean, was it something specific to you personally, like a light bulb moment in your identity or was it a broad, um, a broad light bulb moment, um, that would be applicable to, to every woman? Oh, I think it's, I think it's applicable to every human being on the planet is I, I started to realize that I really was a child of the most high God. I really was his daughter. Mm-hmm. And I started to examine what does that actually mean? Mm-hmm. What does it actually mean? Because the Bible says we have the right to be children of God. It's, it's our right. Yeah. We get yeah. to choose whether or not we take that, right? It's like our right to vote. We have the right to vote. Wow. Okay. That's a mic drop right there. And I want to just go back because I want everybody to hear this. What a great analogy. You know, in America, we have the right to vote, but it doesn't mean that I go to the poll. I have to choose to go. We have a right to be God's child, but there's a difference in being God's, you know, being God's child and then walking in that. Um, So, yes, so that's, that's huge. That's huge. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. And so I I had that same epiphany, right? I was Mm -hmm. like, just like I choose whether or not I go to the voting booth. 
Mm-hmm. I choose whether or not I walk in that daughter role. And so I started to examine what does that actually look like? And, mm-hmm. you know, um, the, the Bible says we are part of a royal priesthood. We're part of a royal bloodline. And that's really where kingdom mom came from is Love because it. we are part, we are royalty. We really truly are. And if your daddy's the king of everything, mm-hmm. girl, that makes you a princess. Yeah. And what does that look like to be the princess of everything? Yeah. Yeah. And I started to really have that light bulb moment and it changed, not only changed how I viewed myself, Mm -hmm. it changed why I did what I did. Mm. It changed why I loved my husband. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It changed why I took care of my territory, my house. Mm -hmm. It, it changed why I built my businesses. Hmm. Because it was now not my kingdom of self building. Mm. It was kingdom of God building because I represent the kingdom of God. And it was like, once I had that switch in my thinking, Mm -hmm. everything changed. Mm. Everything changed. Now, do you think that light bulb moment, that, that switch in your thinking, do you think that, um, like you, you came to the table to, you know, every day to have that personal growth, to, to feed your mind, but the light bulb moment, um, was that something that you feel like that God revealed to you, like in such a way where, um, you know, it wasn't just, oh, I'm God's child. Jesus loves me. It was, he wrote the words on your heart and you, you owned them. Um, I guess what I'm getting at for our listeners is, um, you know, I think that we struggle with that truth. Um, and we're trying hard to like grasp onto it, but you talk about this light bulb moment. So do you think that it was something that the Holy spirit revealed to you and you were able to capture, Um, or is it something that you strive hard to understand? That's That's such a good question. I, I believe that it was something the Holy Spirit revealed to me. However, it was because I was tuning in. It's like I was tuned into the frequency, right? Sorry. That's okay. Sorry. Um, it's because I was tuned into the frequency. Mm -hmm. I was doing my 10 minutes of personal development every single day. Mm-hmm. I, and that led to doing an hour of personal development every single day because I became sort of, I, I loved it. It was soul feeding to me. It was, it fed my mind, it fed my soul. And so I, I wanted to do more and it led to me wanting to read my Bible Mm. because I was listening to, you know, Christian type personal development. And then it led me to want to read my Bible. And then that led me to want to journal. And then that led me to want to pray. And Mm -hmm. so it was, um, Darren Hardy wrote this book. It was one of the very first personal development books I ever read. It's called The Compound Effect. And it talks about how that one simple behavior compounded over time Mm -hmm. yields to massive change. Mm-hmm. And it was because I was doing that little bit every single day mm-hmm. and I was tuning in every single day that I was even listening Yeah, because, you know, sometimes I think we think that stuff's just going to fall out of the sky. <laughs> like that's right. how God works. Right. That stuff's just yeah. going to fall in our lap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if I hadn't been tuned in to hear, yeah. I might not have ever gotten that message. That's right. 
That's right. That's right. I love that. I love that. You and and so so you were there and God met you there and you had that that light bulb moment. And so things began to change inside of your life one by one by one. Your your marriage, your finances, uh all those sorts of things. Um, and and you were able to have victory in in a lot of areas, which is which is completely awesome. Um, so so with this with this, um, what would you say are the top areas that people struggle with mentally? So I work with a lot of women now because. Mm-hmm. Throughout the years of, of people watching my transformation, I had lots of women coming to me saying, help me with my marriage, help yeah. me with my, help us with our finances and all this. And I learned in working with these women that it wasn't necessarily about knowing how to do something and having the step-by-step. If their mental game wasn't on point. If their identity was not in the right place, they were never going to do it. They would always self-sabotage. And so I, I truly think... What does it mean to self-sabotage? So That's self, really important to understand that concept. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So self-sabotage, a, a really great example would be um, with money right? So if you don't know your identity and understand that you're a steward over that money, you'll think that the money's yours, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You think that the money's ours. Right. And if I'm bad with money, Mm -hmm. if I've screwed up with money and I've accepted that as even like a subconscious belief, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't see myself as a child of God, a steward over that money, where mm-hmm. it's not even my money, I'm just managing it, right? Mm-hmm. Then, and I have the belief that I'm bad with money, mm-hmm. I will behave in a way of somebody who's bad with money. Right. But if I believe that I am a child of God and that's not my money and that I'm a steward, meaning a manager over that money, mm-hmm. I will behave as a manager over the money. So because our identity is off, we tend to self-sabotage. Another, another big one is in business, right? Where mm-hmm. people are so afraid to, um, you know, go and build, build their business and build their audience. Mm-hmm. But when it's your audience mm. and you aren't worthy in your subconscious of growing an audience, mm-hmm. you will self-sabotage. Whereas if you're growing the kingdom and it's not your audience mm. and you're just in charge of managing, then you will, you will act as a manager and you will grow it. Mm. Wow. That's powerful. That's powerful. That's powerful. And so when we self-sabotage, um, we end up acting in a way that is, uh, that is intrinsic, that is lined up with, with our beliefs, whether or not we actually physically say it, or it is very deep within, within our subconscious. And a lot of times it's not our fault. It's, it's what we marinate in, um, as we've been growing up. Right. But what you brought on in this podcast is just the power of understanding when you are a child, how that transforms everything, 
um, and, and moves you to, to act in a different way. Um, so that is, uh, that, that's pretty powerful. That's pretty powerful. And so, one, thing okay. that I, one thing that I think is important, yeah. Eileen, is that it's not necessarily like a flipping a switch. It's not yeah. like one day you're just going to have this epiphany and then yeah. boom, everything's going to change. I still, you know, the, the best way to look is to, to be a fruit inspector and to look at the fruit mm-hmm. and look at your results in something, right? If you have um, a whole bunch of debt and <laughs> you're struggling in money, you mm-hmm. might really have your identity... Um, solidified in other areas of your life, like parenting and marriage. Mm. But if you look at your results with money, you can take it back and say, oh, my identity, I'm not viewing this. This, The way that I'm viewing money isn't lined up with who I am. And you can switch it. So it's not necessarily that, boom, you're going to accept you're a child of God mm. and do it perfectly in everything. (laughs) It is, it is a process and it's a, it's something that you constantly grow in. And so then when you don't see fruit in an area, it's a time to just pause and pull back and, and just really ask the Lord, you know, what, what is the truth in this situation? Um, and what is it that, that I'm not seeing to where, um, to where I'm not seeing fruit? Well, what, what are the three areas that you think that, um, that, that women tend to struggle with mentally? I think um, definitely just in their own like personal self love, mm-hmm. I think identity that, that they really struggle with their identity there. Mm-hmm. A big one that I see is money. Mm-hmm. Huge one. People have lots of bondage about money. Um, Explain that. Like what are some of the lies that people believe about money? Um, that, that they can't make it, (laughs) that they can't make it, that they can't grow it, Uh um, that it's always going to be this way, that, um, they're always going to struggle. Some, some, um, people even think that there's, um, sort of like, um, a holiness to the struggle really. Right. Right. Um, they, they believe that debt is just, you know, a part of life, um, and that, that there's, that they don't deserve it, that they don't deserve to have it. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's a really powerful point. Cause I, I had to learn that I had to learn, um, that money was not evil or bad. It's just like a thing and, and that it can be used for good. And so, um, you know, my, my husband builds houses and that's his living. And part of his spiritual gifts is he loves to be a giver and he sees his home building business as an opportunity to, to be a giver. And so then, um, then making money isn't a bad thing. It's, it's used, used for good. Um, so I'm glad that you brought that out um, because I think that a lot of people have that misconception um, about, about money. So, okay. So identity money, and then what would be another one? Um, a lot of people are stuck in, in their marriages. I mean, you can look at both in and out of the church, the divorce rate is 50%. And so I think a lot of people struggle with number one, how they've really identity is the key to all of the areas where they're struggling usually. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I think we don't see ourselves as daughters and we don't necessarily see our husbands as sons. Mm. 
Mm, wow, that's powerful. That is so powerful. And so you can see how it just transcends really every area um, of, of your life. Um, and I love that you brought out, you know, at Treasure Ministries, we say renewing the mind is never one and done. It's never one and done, that we have to stay in the word every day um, and that that is what uh, will just, you know, will just continue to feed your mind, nourish your mind so that you can become who God created you to be. So so if, if a woman is listening today and she's saying, oh my gosh, I, my, I'm in debt. My marriage is going, you know, crazy. Um, I don't have a handle on my home, all those sorts of things. What are your top tips for someone that wants to start? So I will give the same advice that was given to me that absolutely changed my life. 10 minutes a day. Okay. 10 minutes a day. I, you know, I, I look at my life and six years ago, I started 10 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. And because of that one simple change, my life is completely different in every single area. I, the, the, girl, <laughs> the girl who started reading 10 minutes a day would never have imagined that she would become what I have become today. And so 10 minutes every single day. It can be audios. It can be YouTube videos. It can be listening to a sermon. That's what that's. I love to do that. I love to listen to sermons. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't have a hunger for the word right now, mm-hmm. just just do that ten minutes a day because that hunger will come. Mm-hmm. That hunger will come. Pray for it. Pray mm-hmm. for that hunger. Um, and maybe maybe reading your Bible is your ten minutes a day. You know, maybe you already have that hunger for the word. 10 minutes a day will radically change your life. You got to, you got to tune in. Yeah. It's like a radio. You got to tune in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So 10 minutes a day in, in personal growth. Um, And uh, what is number two? Number two is, and this is related to the personal growth is find the people that have the results that you want. Okay. So if you're looking for help in a marriage, go learn from somebody who has the fruit that you want. The Bible says that we are to be fruit inspectors, right? We're to look at the fruit and you follow the fruit back to the root. So you look for somebody who has the fruit in their life of what it is that you want. Mm. So Find somebody, you know, I like to learn from people who've been happily married for, you know, 40, 50 years more and who are Christians, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And who like are actually happy. They're not just still together (laughs) because... They're people who actually like deeply love each other. Those are the people that I like to go learn from. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, with um, parenting. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to go learn from women who have successfully raised, you know, good, honorable children of good character. And I'm just like, right. tell me everything that you did. Right. Um, right. I just recently did an interview series with my mom because I feel like my mom is that person. And so I picked mm-hmm. apart her brain because it, I think it's so important to go learn from those people. Same thing with business. If you want to learn business, go learn from somebody who has built business, but 
in the way that honors God. Mm-hmm. You, you want to make sure that you're learning, you know, because you can learn all sorts of business tactics yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from people yeah. with maybe not the best fruit or maybe yeah. their priorities maybe aren't in the right order. Yeah. So go find somebody who's done it right, done it the way that you want to do it mm-hmm. and go and learn from them. Okay. I love that. I love that. Okay. So 10 minutes a day on, on personal development and growth. And, um, and at Treasure Ministries, we have a Bible study method and plenty of resources. Um, and you can definitely come to our private Facebook group and, and join us there. We can get you plugged in um, or at a local church or, or whatever it may be. But we really do live in this information age where you can get on um, YouTube and you can, you can find um, lots and lots of avenues for personal growth. Okay, so personal growth, and then find people where you see the fruit. And I love what you said, fruit, but how you want to see it. Because if you're talking about business, there could be somebody making a lot of money and it's all about them. And it's all about selfish gain. But who can you connect with that is earning money for the kingdom and and for God's glory? Um, So I love that. Or living their marriages for God's glory um, inside of that. So that's that's powerful stuff. That's powerful stuff. And two, um, because we live in the information age, um, you know, you might think, well, I don't know anybody yet who, uh, who has walked through this, but, you know, you can connect with people too by reading books, by going online. Lindsay, I know you coach moms um, on, on how to do this. So you can connect with Lindsay. Um, on that. And so there's really a lot of opportunity um, locally, but also really to connect with anybody around the nation and, you know, hear their story and and to connect that way, which is, which is pretty powerful stuff. So, um, so, so how does this, how does this translate um, into being a kingdom mom? And what does that mean for future generations? It's so funny because um, I always joke because my the company that we run is called Kingdom Mom, but mm-hmm. we don't actually talk about parenting very much because I believe that your parenting is a natural reflection of everything that's going on in your heart, everything that's going on in your mind, the way that you have your priorities lined up, you naturally parent out of that. Mm-hmm. And so... I think that being a kingdom mom mm-hmm. is really about accepting that you are a daughter first. We mm-hmm. are daughters before we are mothers. And when we can accept and really own and, and um, you know, take up our right to be a daughter of the Most High mm-hmm. God, we will naturally teach our children to be sons and daughters of the most high God. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Love it. Love it. And I love that you, I love that you start um, with, with the core. Now, something that, that I've heard you say is that, uh, that personal growth is, is hard because it's going to stretch you. Um, but there's, there's fruit in that. And so I want to bring that out 
what is hard about personal growth? So as you're growing and as you're doing personal development and as you're reading your Bible, one of the things that you really have to deal with are your flaws. Because how are you going to improve if you don't, wow, yeah. you know, fix some of the flaws yeah. and really having to come to terms with the places where we've sinned, the places where we've been selfish and egotistical and haven't always done the right thing in order to improve and grow, we have to, we have to deal with some of that stuff. We have to do things like walk through forgiveness. We have to learn how to do, do these hard things like apologize (laughs) and ask for forgiveness. Yeah. And so the, the Bible says that we are co-heirs with Christ provided Mm -hmm. we suffer with him Mm -hmm. and, you know, take up our cross. And I truly believe that some of that hard suffering work is our own personal growth Mm. and getting rid of some of those mental um, chains that we've really put ourselves in. And because going out and and putting yourself out there to build the kingdom of God, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. Mm -hmm. Um, Working with people is not easy. (laughs) It's not, it's not simple. And so learning those skills, learning things like quick forgiveness, learning how to, um, you know, interact with somebody who's completely different than you, somebody whose views are different than you, um, working with people who might be angry, all of those different things, they're hard. In fact, even just, um, you know, I think about when, when we were working on our marriage, you know, sometimes you're going to sow into your marriage and you're not going to see an immediate harvest there. You're not going to reap love and joy back right away. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, learning patience, all of that stuff, it's, it's hard suffering work. Personal growth will stretch you and, and it will build your mental toughness. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what a great reminder. And I've never seen suffering with Christ that way, but I can completely see that. And that um, it, it is hard work because, you know, God is not interested in changing everybody around us. Like I wanted to at one point, you know, he, he wants to work with me and to change me and to show me, you know, the, the faults and the, the sin in my life. And that's hard. Because what we want to do is I want to blame everybody and I want to be a victim. And the truth is, is that what happened to you, you know, you probably have every right to be angry, all these sorts of things, but it's not going to move you forward. It's going to keep you stuck because you've, you've pigeoned your change on, on somebody else. Um, but if you do the hard work and it is hard work, it's easier to eat chocolate. Can't we just eat chocolate, Lindsay? Right. Right. And so it's so much easier to try to change somebody else, right? Because we're trying to change other people. We don't have to deal with stuff going on inside us. Yes. Yes. So, but these are, these are powerful, powerful truths. And I think, um, you've definitely inspired me today, um, for sure. in in some areas in in my own life, and I just want to encourage our listeners 
you know, in this way, you've got 10 minutes. You can't afford not to take those 10 minutes, right? And and begin to pray for God to give you a mentor. If you're saying, well, I don't have anybody or I don't know anybody, you know, the Lord is your provider and ask him to bring somebody in into your life. Um, and, and one of the things that you can do, like I said, is you can connect with people online. You can read books. You can watch YouTube videos. Lindsay um, Anderson actually coaches moms, so you can connect with her and um, and also, um, you know, just to help in, in different areas in your life. So Lindsay, if, if our listeners wanted to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? So the easiest way is on Facebook. That's where I spend the majority of my time. You can find me on Facebook, um, but we have a Facebook group that's absolutely free that you can be a part of. It's called Mom Binder Masters, and we have this this free course that we do through KingdomMomPodcast.com, and it's the Ultimate Mom Binder course. And the the group is a part of that course, but you don't you don't have to take the course to be in the group. You can just ask to be in the group. Just yeah. say that you know you got sent here by the Treasured Ministries podcast. And um, we do tons of stuff in that group. We we do free trainings. We so we have we have paid coaching that we do, but we also do tons and tons of free stuff in that group. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really the best way. I mean, we okay. Kingdom Mom on Instagram, Kingdom Mom on Facebook, but Mom Binder Masters is really where we do the bulk of our of our interacting okay. with people. I'm going to join. So I hope everybody else will, and I'll see you in there. Now, my two are getting ready to fly out of the nest. So, but I love being around other mothers. So that, that'll be good. But um, so tell me about a mom binder. Tell me about that. So this, it's so funny how this came about because I had done years and years of personal growth. And a lot of that personal growth was learning time management. And after our third child was born, I was completely overwhelmed with my housework, with trying to take care of her. With, and then I was also running businesses at the same time. And I knew that if I did not get a handle on things, like my house was going to become a cluttered, chaotic mess. And I don't thrive well in that. And so... Um, I took a little bit of different person, personal development, time management, home management, things that I had done. And I created a binder for myself. Mm-hmm. And, and I kind of tweaked it here and there to make it work for me. And that's how I managed my, my home. Mm-hmm. And one day I was doing some personal development. That's why I'm saying this personal development compounded over time. I was doing some personal development and they said, you need to teach people, something that you, you know, a a tool, a skill that you have. Mm -hmm. And I looked over at my binder and I thought, oh my goodness, that could help so many women if I just teach them how to make their own binder. So it's just a little video course. It's, it's all in the Facebook group. It's just a little video course that explains how to make your binder, why make a binder, all of that. That's awesome. That is awesome. So that's a great resource. And if, so if you go to Facebook, um, and search for Mom Binder Group, then then you'll be able to find it. Um, you can also connect with her podcast, Kingdom Mom Podcast, um, on her Facebook, on her Instagram. Look for Kingdom Mom, um, and uh, I'm definitely going to be going there. So I hope to see you guys there. And like always, we have the links inside of our podcast description. 
Um, Lindsay, I can't thank you enough for joining us today. And, um, and if you have enjoyed this podcast, remember you can continue the journey by connecting with Lindsay. Um, and I think just to, to sum it up, if you want to be a kingdom mom, you got to have a kingdom mindset. And this, the spirit, the Holy Spirit is what renews our mind, Ephesians 4. But only when you and I meet with God can that happen because our God is in a God of agape love and agape love never involves control. So God is not, he's not going to robot you or make you do it. He's going to call to you. The good shepherd doesn't lead the sheep by keeping them on a leash. He calls and he invites. And so he's inviting you to his table, your daughter, to feast on the goodness of his word, to renew your mind. And from that place, kingdom mindset becomes kingdom mom. Kingdom mindset becomes kingdom business manager. Kingdom mindset becomes kingdom uh, marriage. And from that place, other people see Jesus in you and you're building his kingdom for his glory. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us. Any closing words you want to say to our listeners? Uh, just like, I'm so grateful. I, I'm always so honored. Um, and I, I want to thank you all for just giving me the opportunity to be on the podcast. Well, we're so glad that you came on. So glad. Thanks so much for joining in today, everybody. And I look forward to talking to you next week on the Treasured Ministries podcast. Bye-bye.